Friday morning to you, family. My name is Chris. Good Friday morning to you. You are watching the live video editions of Encouraging Your Spirit, the podcast. I am Overseer Chris, or just Chris. Either way, it's all me. We're going to get started with our podcast after uh, after our song. is the land. 
Martin. Gracious God, we thank you for a wonderful day, another day to be in your presence. We thank you for your goodness, your mercy, your grace, kindness, and compassion all around us. This is the day that you have made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We have breath in our lungs and life in our body, and we say thank you. We are alive. Your spirit is within us. We thank you. Help us. Help us, help us as we continue to grow in every experience that we are in. Help us open our eyes and lighten our hearts so that we can see you and see all that you're doing and obtain all of the revelation and wisdom and lessons that you're trying to teach us. We cast every care, every thought, every idea before you. We lift up the families today that are going through bereavement and loss. You're the God that comforts uh, and binds up our wounds. And we just pray for their strength. You know their names. You know their hearts. You, you know everything that's going on. If we can be answers, if we can be comfort to them, help us be it. Help us do it. Help us to continue to move forward in all that you're calling us to do and in everything you call us to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. How y'all doing today? Um, uh, we're continuing our podcast today. I was playing that song because I was thinking about it. Unfortunately, that wasn't the version that I thought. Uh, that I was going to get, but you know, I went with it, you know, going with it in Jesus name. So today we're looking at Isaiah 46 for turn with me. If you can, it says, even to your old age and gray hairs, I am he, I am he who will sustain you. I have made you and I will carry you. I will sustain you. I will rescue you. I like that scripture. It's one of my favorite ones today. And I was thinking about it today and reading it um, because uh, the the, uh, podcast today is a compilation of the devotional I read, my personal thoughts and notes uh, that I've been writing as I look at different verses. So today that's one of the verses that we're going to look at. We'll look at another one in a few moments. But, you know, it's always been a great comfort. I think people of faith believers find it, you know, comfort because many of us are familiar with the scripture that talks about and we're fearfully and wonderfully made. And then the Lord knows us before we were born for uh, he formed us in our mother's womb. Many of us have heard that scripture and that, you know, Abba has scheduled every day of our lives, watches over every movement and faithfully remains with us. Um, but this verse in itself, it provides us comfort and ensuring us that Abba is concerned uh, not only with our early years, uh, but every day of our life from the cradle to the grave. Or some people say when you read about this verse from the womb to the tomb, uh, every in every season in between. And that Abba is promising to carry us and care for us in every season of life because kind love and spirit is our father and we are his people. He has made us and has promised to faithfully care, carry and care us, care for us all the days of our life. So this week I was reading a devotional that that used that verse at the end of it as far as, you know, reflection and things to think about. But it was also talking about Jeremiah 29 through 11, which I think technically they could be, you know, um, connected thematically. Uh, because Jeremiah 29, 11 says, for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans for welfare and not for evil to give you a future and a hope. 
you know, and I say they're probably connected or they could be thematically connected because, you know, when you think about the plans for your life, you mean all of your life, every phase of it. So perhaps, you know, that's one way to think about it. Um, in Jeremiah 29, the children of Israel got news from the prophet Jeremiah that they were going to be held in captivity uh, by Babylon for 70 years. And then we find that the Jeremiah 29, 10, uh, God tells the people of Israel, when 70 years are completed uh, for Babylon, I will visit you. I will fulfill to you my promise and bring you back to this place. You know, Abba God's spirit is assuring his people that his thoughts and intentions toward them are fixed and established, that his plans are for their welfare, not for harm. His sure and steady promise is one of restoration. The truth for today mentions the scripture that I opened with, or like I said, the closing one. And I think both verses are connected because like I said, when I think the plans uh, for our life, every age, every phase, every season of our life. And I've been thinking about that this week and what it means for our daily life. And here's some thoughts that I'm sharing with you today. The carousel of life is continuous and evolving. Our charge, our goal for lack of, of a better word, I believe is to see Abba, see spirit above our experience, our circumstance, disappointing places, disappointing spaces, suffering does happen. And please know I'm not trying to gloss over anyone, uh, anyone's experience when I say, you know, that it happens. Yet I also believe that it's easy to think that when we experience disappointing spaces and places, when we experience suffering, um, or, you know, whatever our circumstance that we might be going through the trials, the storms of life that we're going through. Sometimes, you know, we can feel me, you, us, that some, somehow Abba's good plans or purpose for our entire life is lost in translation or that, you know, you, me, us, somehow we have slipped through the cracks or miss the good plan. But guess what? You have not. Abba is closer to us than we realize. And I think oftentimes when I when I read that, I think about how that song lyric that says, you know, you were much closer than I realized. Abba sees things that we don't see, knows things that we don't know. Spirit's perspective is all things, all the things. The vision to see the past, the present, the future, from the day we were conceived, the time right now, the in-between, through the day that we will take our last breath. Uh, perhaps that's why we can find comfort in Isaiah 30, uh, 46, 3 through 11 that says he declares he is our rescuer. He is the one who will sustain us. He is more than able to bring his plans to 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 pass. I think sometimes the challenging part in, in understanding that scripture is sometimes me, you, us. Uh, we want to define what that rescue looks like, what that sustain looks like, you know, um, and, and, in, and in many ways, sometimes in our own hearts, our own minds, our own spirit, the only way we frame it is we only see it as rescue. We only see it as coming to pass. We only see it as being sustained if it is defined by whatever action, idea, thought, or whatever it is that we're characterizing it by. I don't know if anybody, because you can't talk back to me, but I, I don't know if anybody's ever had that experience, but sometimes I think that's a challenge. Because I know there are conversations that I sometimes have with my friends and we're talking about, you know, faith or we're talking about belief or we're just talking about scripture verse and the lived out application of things. And sometimes that's a big challenge because, you know, you can say the same thing is true when we look at 
You know, people say that Jesus transforms lives and sometimes in Christian communities, the reason that transformation is a challenge is because me, you, us want to define what transformation should look like for another person. And we don't get to do that. Jesus transforms lives. That Just saying. So, and I think of that same in correlation relationship to this scripture, Isaiah, you know, 46, three through 11 is thinking about, he is our rescue. He is the one who sustained us. Uh, he is more, he is more than able to bring his plans to pass, you know, and we've been talking, you know, the last week we were talking about the relational experience with Abba, that dependency, the reason why people like me, you, us, like the story of the Israelites is because we can see, you know, that relational experience. Yet I would suggest and believe wholeheartedly that that isn't confined just to the Israelites. Excuse me. I want to have a, a relational experience with us. And we get to have that. That's not just confined to biblical characters characters, or just the Bible days. You know, all the things that were true for the Israelites, um, I believe that there are things that we can glean from their lives, glean from the scriptures that are true for us. Here's how and here's why. You know, um, and I've said it so far when I talk about the relational experience. You know, in relationship with Abba, we become sensitized to the nature of God. We can learn to live in awe, wonder, and astonishment. Uh, these are the beautiful attributes of being the beloved because that's, you know, when I've done a you know podcast previously, but, you know, one of the things that Abba calls us is me, you, us, point to yourself, are the beloved, the beloved children of God. The nature of God is our most compelling adventure. Abba's heart for us is the promised land of ex exploration. I often believe that if we just continue to learn and know and grow into what's Abba's heart for us, what Abba thinks about us and how we can walk and move in that and just have remembrance and knowledge and learning of that, I do believe that would transform our daily life. You know, another writer wrote, uh, I love my story in God. In the hardest chapters, I've seen beauty and extreme loving kindness. I have been to hell and prospered because he held my hand. I have lost everything and thrived. I have been in the valley of the shadow and lost all fear. I have been on the mountain bathed in a light so strong. I thought I would dissolve in happiness in the depths of humiliation and embarrassment, crushed by my own stupidity and inadequacy. He showed me a grace so amazing, it brought healing to my soul. He taught me how to find kindness everywhere and the fun in being patient. His love leaves me awestruck with gratitude. You know, I didn't write the, those, but I thought that was applicable today. That was Graham Cook. There, I read a, a brilliant perspective that wrote that. Yet I could also relate to, you know, thematically a lot of the things that was said. Or I think about now Naomi Rain's song, the story I tell when she says, whoa, whoa, you know, oh, 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 my God doesn't I fail in every season of my of, of life. Uh, my God, I'm going to get the song because I, I don't think I'm doing it justice. Hang on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, okay yeah had to get some because i was gonna mess it up it's the hour is dark and it's hard to see what you're doing here in time and where this will lead but i know 
that down through the years, I look on this moment and see your hand on it and know you were near. And I'll testify of the battles you won. That's part I'm referencing. How you were my portion when there wasn't enough. And I'll testify of the seas that we've crossed, the waters you've parted, the ways we've or I've walked. Oh, the story I'll tell. The story I tell that I know that is well. Um, believing gets hard when options are few. When I can't see what you're doing, I know you're proving you're the God who comes through that over the years, I'll look back on this moment knowing that you're the God that never fails. So th that to me thematically, or at least lyrically, is similar to what I just read that Graham Cook was writing when he was talking about, I love my story in God. And I think, you know, that's our charge, you know, our hope, our, you know, to be able to say, I love my story in God in the relational experiences that we have, you know, knowing that in some of the hardest chapters, we have seen beauty as well as the ashes. You know, sometimes that's just a true experience. We have, have seen hell. We have seen loss. We have seen suffering. Yet we've also seen hope. We've also seen faith. Every part of life, I think, you know, if, if you could open up the lines and have people call in or if, re, if people wrote in and wrote their experiences, there would be a wide array of experiences that reference all of the things that I've said in the song lyrics by Naomi Rain and in, you know, the, you know, the, the statement about loving your story in, in God that embody what Graham Cook is writing. Because I ultimately believe in all of the encounters, every event of our life, our very life in, in my heart and spirit is ministry. It's the, the goal is growing up in spirit, growing in your heart, growing in your mind, growing in your knowledge, growing in your learning. Now, I confess that sometimes I don't know what the manifestation is going to look like and how that in that part, the evolution, I don't know what that, 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 that looks like. I don't have a definitive answer to say, you know, say your name or Chris Wiley is going to be this. I don't, I don't have that ability to say that. Yet, it's still the goal. You know, for the Israelites, the news that they would be in captivity for 70 years was, absolute, was an absolute reality. But the truth was that God had a good plan and a purpose not to harm, but to give them a future and a hope. That promise was very much in process all while they were in captivity. And, and don't rush past that last sentence too quickly. Me, you, us. We shouldn't rush past that because God's promises for you, me, us are in the process as well. Right now, even uh, in circumstances where you can't see the evidence of good yet, just remember, not yet doesn't mean not ever. Let's earnestly seek Abba and ask Spirit to help us look at our circumstances through the lens of Abba and Spirit's certainty, through that level of knowing in who, in, I'm, I'm messing it up, but I'll say it this way. Let's, cure, let's earnestly seek him and ask him to help us look at our circumstance through the lens of certainty in who he is, even when we are uncertain about how things will work out. I know sometimes we want to know how things are going to work out, and sometimes you'll learn it, and sometimes you won't. Don't be discouraged. Don't be afraid. We, point to yourself, meet us, are never forgotten. I hope what I've said today has encouraged your mind, your heart, your spirit, and your soul. I thank you so much for being a part of our listening family. You have a great day. Peace.